doesn't work unless I let him work. And I don't know, but maybe the Holy Spirit feels he's imprisoned in you. Remember, he's not to be incarcerated. He is to be liberated. But he will not be liberated because he doesn't take the step. He's waiting on you and me. And sometimes we're so depressed and we're so living on our circumstances that we become a statistic in the report, repeating what we thought yesterday and the day before, and we're looking at something as though God is dead. And that's why Paul says, wait a minute, be cool, stop. During spring break, relax. You're not operating under your old nature, the old man, your flesh, you're operating out of your new nature. And that today, you can let the Holy Spirit begin to work in a way that he wants to work. Dr. Carolina Leaf has written a number of books on the brain. And she says, toxic thinking wears down the brain. She actually th says that when, and she's a scientist, has studied this for 20 or 30 years, she said, when you think the thoughts of God, you literally are able to rewire your brain. Conversely, what are you doing to your brain? Because if we get up in the morning and we're thinking the negative. Hey, listen, listen. Hey, listen, listen. Oh, you are. Okay. Listen, everybody's got problems. If you have problems, raise up your hand. Not everybody. That person back there, praise God. But probably all of us have problems. And I have problems. And some of them have big problems. And you can think about what you don't have. Or you can think about what you do have and you can take a stand and you can begin to declare in victory, wait a minute, I have the Holy Spirit. I'm not gonna get the Holy Spirit, I have the Holy Spirit, okay? Holy Spirit doesn't come and go. He is not a guest. He is not stopping by for a weekend. He is in us and I have to decide, I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit begin to affect my mind. But if I have toxic thinking and it's wearing down my brain and I've got unforgiveness and bitterness and hatred and jealousy and insecurity and I have fear, all those things, where are they working? They're working in the soul. They're working in our hearts. So now it's working in our hearts. It's working in our souls. And what happens it takes over our thoughts and what we're doing. Is, hey, listen, take care not only of your kids, take care of your brain. And know today that you are wearing your brain and you may have a brain that's so tired, you can't even think who the president is because your brain is so tired. Well, give your brain a break and let the Holy Spirit begin to touch you, hallelujah, in a new and living 
way. So now we are sons and daughters of the king. And we have the Holy Spirit and probably maybe the most well-known verse, if you have known Christ over a week, the single most known verse, and it's dangerous when you're familiar with a verse, because sometimes we are familiar and have no idea what it is. It says in Romans 12, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, read it with me, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What he is saying is that your mind and mine not mine need to be recharged. Probably everyone in the room has a smartphone or a computer or an iPad or something. I don't know about your house, but before we go to bed, I'll be in bed and Judy said, did you charge your phone? And if you do not charge your phone and you leave it in the, in the trunk of your car, when you get up the next morning, you have a wonderful phone, but it is dead. So if a phone needs to be recharged, and I have a mind, and here it says it needs to be a part of, of renewing, and the prefix of re, R-E, actually means again, and again, and again, and again, and again, repetition, and again, and again, and again, and again. When is my mind new? My mind is new when I am thinking the thoughts of God. And I want to tell you this morning that you can have a new mind from the moment you come to Christ till they say the guy's dead. You can have a mind because I believe you have mind health. I personally believe your memory gets sharper and you can remember more things than you did when you were in high school because you have a new mind. And you have a new mind because you are renewing it with the thoughts of Christ. And in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, same author, throw off your old sinful nature, ignore it, your former way of life which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, oh, this is great. Is that cool? Let, 
there's the same. Say the word, let. Is he gonna do it? No. You gotta let him do it. I don't know how many people are waiting on God to do something. He's not gonna do it. You're not letting him do the simple things. You haven't started, you haven't started to actually put God first in areas of your life. You got him down here as third and fourth and maybe fifth or whatever. And he's saying to you, hey, wake up, Sunday morning. And he says, let, let, notice it's the Spirit, Holy Spirit, renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on the new nature, created to be like God. And then he says, truly righteous and holy. Mark 7 says, here are some things that corrode us. Obscenities, lust, thefts, murder, adulteries, greed, depravity, deceptive dealing, carousing, mean-looking slander, arrogance, and foolishness. And what he is saying here to us, ladies and gentlemen, is clean up your act. Get that stuff out of your brain and your heart and get in your car this morning as a new girl, a new guy, conquering every force that is around you, defeating every stronghold, because in this fresh movement of God, he's gonna do things that we never imagined before, hallelujah, Thank you. And when that happens, we will be new. Judy and I were walking yesterday. We passed a house and they had this in their yard. Wine a bit, you'll feel better. That's actually not a verse. Wine a bit. I thought that was the Holy Spirit speaking very clearly wine no that's not what he has for us hallelujah 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 because he wants to do a new thing inside of us he wants to do something that is brand new that we haven't even seen before I'm telling you we have the capabilities to be new that we can be new. We can go out of here today smiling and happy in Christ because what, is, what happens when we come together is the fact the Holy Spirit is moving and that incredible worship. And what happens is the Holy Spirit is not in us only, the Holy Spirit is in this room. And so what is happening when we come in here, no matter how we feel, the Holy Spirit is renewing our mind, just sitting in this room with the Holy Spirit here, he's renewing us. He's making us to be new so that we have the thoughts of God. I am always amazed at what God is doing in our church. I learned a story just this week 
of Alexandra Sanchez. She's 19 years old. My wife follows on Instagram every person in the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't care, but she cares more. She said, Alex, read this, look at this. In Instagram, Alexandra just, just put it out there. I said, oh, man. And I was so moved by it. And uh, she was afraid to tell her story because she didn't know what people would think. And then she laid it out and she says, I was raised here in Church in the Sun just from my earliest years. And she said, uh, my life started to fall apart because of abuse of men, sexual abuse. And her parents divorced when she was in the third grade. Then she learned that her father was in prison and then she started to get bullied in school and then she became anorexic and then she had anger at 14. Then she con considered suicide. She was raped at age 14 and then she was ab abused, cutting her risk and her life was a wreck. And yet she's in this church. Your life may be a wreck, but you're in the chairs here. And one day she goes to the mix, our youth ministry. And there she meets Pastor PJ. She really doesn't have an active father in her life. Pastor PJ becomes a spiritual father to her. She goes to a God encounter. She falls in love with Jesus. She has a long list of people to forgive. And now she begins to see forgiveness happen in all these relationships. She's like a new person. And now here she is in our church. She's 19 years old. She's on our staff. She did, does all the crafts for our pre-K. Is that right? And she also is discipling a large group of our young people in our church. And this is her mom, and that's Alexandra. <laughs> don't say there's no hope. I don't know what your situation is. Now listen, with Jesus... You can get out of it in the name of Jesus. You can get out of it in the name of Jesus. My goodness, what hope we have this morning that if we decide to understand that Christ died for us and that today I make a decision that I'm going to live dead. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, sleeping around with them looks like it'd be fun. Have a lot of fun for an hour, yes. There's pleasure in sin. Yeah, that pornography looks good. Yeah, gossip is a part of my life. It's my middle name. I talk about everything, even dogs and cats. I mean, I got a mouth that has nothing to do with God. And we may have all that stuff. But I tell you, if we understand what he did, 
And as the things come up, I'm tempted, you're tempted. And I decide, looks good, hallelujah. My body and my soul wanna do it, but then I know they're collaborating and I got a war here and I say, no way. We live, you talk to your soul and your body and say, no way, we, we live dead. Shut up, be quiet. Be quiet, be quiet. And in, your, in the Holy Spirit inside of us, Holy Spirit inside of us, you know the whispers of God. You know when the Holy Spirit speaks and he says, don't do that. He doesn't shout out loud, but it's a soft little whisper. Don't do that. Watch out for that girl. Watch out for this. Watch out for that. Don't get involved there. I've had, just like you, I had the Holy Spirit warn me, watch out for that. Watch out for that person. Watch out for that person. Protect your person, yourself from them. Don't do that. Why do we have the Holy Spirit? Why is the Holy Spirit inside of us? He's not there to be on vacation. He's not there to be incarcerated. We don't have to pray. Holy Spirit, come to me. Holy Spirit, come. So often we have services and we say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come. And we are not using the Holy Spirit we have. And we somehow have him on vacation. Listen, listen. Holy Spirit hasn't been given for us to read about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit hasn't been given for us to talk about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit hasn't been given for us just to have good theology and say, yes, that's what the Bible says. What the Bible says is the beginning point. It's not the end. This whole deal here is not for knowing. It's not that I come up here and I know a, a batch of scriptures. That's not it. It's that I know and I live. I know and I live. Just think, in our city, Wednesday, 17-year-old, before eight o'clock, we live in Lake Mary, a young girl, teenager, she had thoughts. Remember, actions almost always begin with thoughts. And she had thoughts in her mind. Kill yourself. She listened to the devil, went into the auditorium, went into the corner, took a gun and killed herself, 17 years old. However, last Saturday, a week ago, we had all kinds of things going on. Buddy break boot camp, evangelism, prayer meeting. It's right at the end of the day, Justin, who's on facilities, is walking to the front door out. You came, most of you, walking to the front door to lock the door. But he has the Holy Spirit in him. And when he's walking there, a girl shows up and she's 18 years old. And she says to him, oh, I just want to go into the auditorium and sit and look at the cross. She'd never been here before, but she thought most churches have a cross. Rather than saying, we're closed, she had the whole, he had the Holy Spirit in him and had the thoughts of what the Holy Spirit was doing. And at that moment... She sits in here for a while. Justin sits next to her and says, what's happening? What's up? She said, I got up this morning and I had thoughts. I'm going to kill myself today. 
she decides there's a lake close by, and she says, today I'll jump in the water and kill myself. She said, I can't swim. I stood by the lake, and then I had a thought, walk down to that church. And then she thought, well, they'll be closed. It's Saturday. And she said, I actually decided I'm going to kill myself today. And Justin, who has the Holy Spirit active in his life, started to tell her about the love of Jesus. He started to tell her about forgiveness, that Jesus was for her. And right here in one of these seats, he took her hand, and while her thoughts were, today I kill myself, and she had anger and an array of stuff. Right on a Saturday with nobody in this room but the Holy Spirit. She had opened her heart to Christ. She was born again. Born again. One girl on Wednesday had the thought, for some reason there was no one there. And that's why while we're talking primarily this morning about the Holy Spirit in our lives to have his thoughts, ultimately, it's not just about me. Because the Jesus movement that is underway will revolutionize this church. Because now, every person is making a disciple who makes a disciple who makes a disciple, and we're... Disciples making disciples that make disciples that make disciples. Hallelujah. 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 And what we're going to have is community all over the city. And we have a couple hundred locations now. But now we have a group and they meet and they meet and they meet. But somehow one day somebody has an idea. Why don't you, Bob, go over to... Winter Park, and you now, you open and become a light in that area. And now, rather than 200 groups that meet for 75 years, now we have 400. And if the same thing happens, there are 800. And then there's a revival, a Jesus movement touches every campus. Look at these campuses here. Just two weeks ago, look at these pictures. Four high schools, listen, this is, oh my God. One week, Pastor Mark, Pastor PJ, one week, four high schools, 60 kids. I watched a video. They give this altar call, altar call, and I don't know how they do this, but 60 young people come to Christ. I thought that was pretty exciting. So this morning, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not just talking about a movement. 
I'm talking about a movement that crushes the gates of hell that try to take another teenager and another teenager and another teenager. And as long as our church is in the will of God, we will raise up a next generation and we will have hundreds of workers. We will see a massive revival and this conference that's coming up in just two weeks. We have about 600 high schoolers and middle schoolers. We probably have three or 400 young adults and we're asking every parent, listen, listen, you, you send them out. We send our kids everywhere. Register, get them there. Get your grandson, get your granddaughter. And let's let this, this be a time that shakes the gates of Hades. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fired up this morning and I, I'm excited about a new Jesus movement that actually, actually rocks our lives. And I want us to stand up. I want us to stand up today and let's stand up as a new body, a new family of God. And let's lift our voices and let's begin to know he is fighting for us. He will conquer every demonic power. Come on, get up, get up, get up. Begin to, begin to declare it today in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. He's fighting. I want to sing that song, that warfare song about praise or hallelujah and our praise and worship. I've said this often, but when we're in Korea and I've ministered there and spoken, they have 15,000 people in the room there and they all begin to lift their, their voices in praise and they, they, begin, they begin to take authority in the spirit and let the, let the spirit break out. And something happens when we use our, wep our praise as a weapon against every enemy in the name of Jesus. We don't praise God because we feel like it. We don't praise God because it's just good to do. We praise God to change the atmosphere so that the glory of God comes down and there's a different atmosphere. I'm asking for a different atmosphere. I want a different atmosphere around my home. I want a different atmosphere when I'm reading my Bible in the morning. I want a different atmosphere when we come in here and we begin to praise God. 
not sing songs only. We begin to praise God. In a minute, we're going to lift our voices and we're going to shout. We're going to praise God. Listen, listen, we're not a crowd this morning. We are the children of God. We can lift our voices. I want you to lift your hands. Begin to praise Him. Come on, lift your voices. Come on. <clears throat> lift your voices. Hit it. Hit it. We never dismiss our meeting here without extending the love and grace and mercy of Christ.
to those that need to be forgiven. It's wonderful to understand that on the cross, Christ took our sin. He took our sickness. He provided a new life for us. So that no matter how many regrets we have, how many missteps, we can lift our hearts and say, Jesus, I need to be forgiven. In just a moment, my count to three, I'm gonna say, if you just need to be forgiven, you say, Alex, pray, pray for me, I need, to, I need to be forgiven. I can tell you, you probably feel unworthy and you know, like, I don't qualify for that. Well, in fact, Jesus came seeking you from heaven and me. So today, you're not initiating anything. All that you're doing is responding to what Christ did on the cross and the resurrection. And you're saying, will you forgive me? Some are here today, you're disconnected from the Lord. You used to know him, but now it's blurry. And Christ is concerned about you too. So on this day, in March 2019, those that are watching online, this can be your day, a new life. Like a person who is drowning, they have their hand up. Somebody comes and rescues them. All you have to do, you don't have to feel anything. You just know it's right. So I'm gonna count to three. Just throw up your hand, say, hey, pray for me. One, two, three, throw a hand up. I need to be forgiven. Put a hand up wherever you are. Yes, over here, over there. If you put your hand up, or maybe you didn't, I'm gonna ask you just walk and stand here. We're gonna have a short prayer. You come right now. Come right now, wherever you are. Walk this aisle and say yes to Christ. Come right now. Sing that same song. Hallelujah. Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Come on. Come on, get out of what you're in. Get out of what you're in. Come on, others need to come. Today is not about trying to do better. This is not behavior modification. This is about your heart. Today, what you're doing is coming to Christ and praying a prayer. Christ will come and take your heart. You're giving your life so you follow Jesus and then you follow in his ways. So we're gonna pray this prayer then after this, Pastor Dave will step to the side for two minutes. We want to give you a Bible. I'd like us all to pray this prayer with our friends. Isn't this great? 
on this morning, people coming to Jesus. <clears throat> I want us to say this prayer out loud. Jesus, Jesus. I put my faith in you, that you took my sin on the cross. I confess and believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, and he's alive. I turn from my sin. I repent of my sin, and I abandon my life to follow Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me. Give me your grace, the gift of righteousness and eternal life. If you prayed that, you're in the family. 